Hey, everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with amazing rising artists. And as always, we have a great show for you today. We've got Juna and Joey on our show, and they have done some great things. They're a young duo, um, siblings. You're going to love them. Um, are y'all here? Yes. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> How are y'all doing? Good, good. We're doing great. We want to thank y'all for coming on the show. We know y'all could be doing yes, anything. Yes, So, mm-hmm. you know, we appreciate you coming on. It's a pleasure. <laughs> so, as we get started, and whichever one of you want to start this, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little, back, a little brief overview background, and some hobbies y'all like to do outside of music. Whichever one wants to start. Um, so, we are a country pop duo from um, Florida. And uh, we are we record all of our music in Nashville, and we started around two maybe two and a half years ago, and we've really been working hard because this is really the only thing we want to do in our lives is our dream to you know perform on big stages, mm-hmm. go to Grammys, win Grammys, mm-hmm. go to award shows. Like that is what we want to do, and we really wow. have been working hard to try to get there. And it's just been like crazy, like it's all been like. A blur, you know, with all the things that we've been accomplishing <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, it's been crazy. And we will get into a lot of that in a little bit too. Yes. <clears throat> so, what are some hobbies both of y'all like to do outside of music? Um, some hobbies I like to do are uh, play basketball. Um, I play the sax, um, guitar, piano. <laughs> Um, I also like to work out and go to the gym. Uh, that's some of my few of my hobbies. And I like to beatbox as well. Oh, cool. Nukes. <laughs> Nukes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And you? Um, so I like to bake. I like to cook. Um, I also like to fish because we used to, um, oh, wow. we used to live, um, on the water, um, Mm-hmm. like in our first house and we used to go fishing all the time as little kids and it was so fun so I love doing that and um yeah that's pretty much I remember that because we never used to have bait so we would just use like bread from our kids yeah use bread <laughs> <laughs> and our mom would get mad because we still on the bread <laughs> <laughs> so for each of you what's something kind of quirky that y'all do people don't know um. <laughs> oh well, when we sing harmony, Juliana likes to like. When she sings the harmony, she'll like hold the note and not like resolve I'll, like, the note. Hold out the so, like, like for example, just do it right now. Ready? Uh... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Do whatever now. Do whatever now. Uh. She never goes down, like, to the third. It's always yeah. the fourth. I like to, like, code out because I love that sound, and Joey always gets mad at me for uh-huh. not resolving it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. It is. So what made y'all realize this is what you want to do with your life? Um, well, we're brother and sister, and we have harmonies, uh, brother and sister harmonies. and um, Yeah, well, I started um, – singing actually around the age of three or four and I performed the song Love from the Little Rascals and um, mm-hmm. I performed it for my dad in my princess dress and my heels <laughs> that were 10 
10 sizes way too big for me. And I performed on our <laughs> little couch thing at the stage. And um, I, he started like crying. He called my mom up and he was like, this girl is amazing. You got your lesson. And then um, Joey. In the meantime, while she was doing singing and stuff, I was playing sports. <laughs> I was playing basketball, football, baseball, soccer, all of the above. Mm-hmm. And I went to one of her lessons while she was uh-huh. singing. And I was humming in the background. And she was like, wait, can you sing? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then ever since then, I've started singing. And and then uh, when we came together, we realized um, what a gift we have when we can harmonize with each other because of, like, we're siblings and the connection that we have. So that we work together and we can practice all the time. You know? Yeah, so that's something really special. And uh, just working at it every day more and more just makes us want it even more. You know, it's funny you talk about it. It almost sounds like our story a little bit. I mean, not with with um, singing, but when Sandy and I married 17 years ago, I always joke with her. She brainwashed me into all this music stuff because I really wasn't big in the music. She was heavy in the music. So when we first mm-hmm. got married, it was like a little battle there. So, you know, and, of course, music went over because look what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, um, what drives each of you? Um, I think something that drives me is watching my favorite artists, like at those um, red carpet events and performing on stage in front of thousands of people. It just when I see that, it kind of like gives me butterflies and makes my heart jump a little bit because that is what I want so bad. And seeing them being like. Mm-hmm able to like accomplish that from like where they started mm-hmm. it's just so inspiring and that it really drives me to like keep pushing every day sometimes if I don't feel well or sometimes if I'm not in the mood just saying you know just remembering how hard they work to get there really um pushes me to keep going I would say That's my really drive awesome. would be I, I would say my drive would be try to get our originals on the radio and listen to them mm-hmm. because me and my mm-hmm. sister write and so we want to have our songs on the radio so that I can listen to it. And it just gives me a drive to keep pushing, play more instruments and just perform on stage. And, and, you know, we just adore songwriters because the one thing that we love about songwriters is the vulnerability y'all have to have, because you get on that stage and you play your song and you wrote this. So your ego and your pride and all that is on the line. And we just adore that. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. all a story. Definitely. It's all about a story. <laughs> and, you know, without the story, it wouldn't be country music, to be honest with you. That's what country is about. Yeah, 100%, definitely. So when, you know, so when you look back on your career so far, I know you said it was a, you, you've been doing this for a couple of years now. What are some moments where you're like, wow, we got to do this? Well, in the summer, a couple, couple of, like, was it no, last, last summer? Last summer. Mm-hmm. We went on two tours, um, and it was a crazy experience. Yeah, one of them was with uh, Cade Fainer, who's Gabby Barrett's new, oh, wow. uh, not new, um, husband. They just recently got married. Yeah. That was so awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we traveled 20 states, and we drove in the we drove van around. for like, I don't even know how many hours, and we were just chilling in there, sleeping, eating. Playing music. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> it was probably the best experience of my life so far. And we went on another tour after that um, mm-hmm. with, an, 
with another artist. Her name is Yeah Victoria. She's from New York, and um, she's she's a great artist. It was for um, it was for an organization called ESF, which is Education, Sports, and Fun for underprivileged and privileged children at camps, and it was mm-hmm. really crazy because we could really um, connect and interact with connect them. With the kids, yeah. They were our age, mm-hmm. you know. Um, with the yeah. other tour, um, it was it was so amazing. But you know, um, a lot of the audience was older, and it was mm-hmm. still a dream mm-hmm. to like play on that tour. But with the kids, you know, it really gave us an opportunity to really connect with them more because like we were on the same age and we could relate to things more. So that was really exciting, and we also got to go on the tour with somebody. So it was fun to share our musical abilities with them and just have really like mm-hmm. a great time. And another thing that we did that really blows my mind to this day, I can't believe that we did this, was we went on a television show called America's Most Musical Family yep. on Nickelodeon. We saw you there. Yeah, that, yes, was, that was, it was in L.A. Yeah. Literally the craziest experience ever. Just even being in L.A. How did that LA, happen? Oh, um, people... People contacted us through our social media. Yeah, they contacted our manager, and um, they mm-hmm. talked to us. They talked to us about the new show, and we were like, oh, of course, we would be honored to be on your show. We would love that. <laughs> and just being in L.A. was a crazy experience. Like, you know, being in that mm-hmm. area with all those people and just the whole vibe. And the show really just, like, you know. Crazy. Now, when y'all stepped up on that stage, what was going through your head right before y'all sang? Well, well. Like, like, right, like, right before I went on stage, I was like, wow, this is going to be on TV. So, like, everybody's going to see me. You know, I have to do my very best. And, you know, I, like, the point the point is, is this show, like, really brought us for June and Joey. Like, it, it made us. Now mm-hmm. everybody knows who we are. And hopefully mm-hmm. we can get on bigger shows and that even more people will know who we are. And I think that show was for exposure. And... Mm-hmm. I think it, yeah, it we did were, pretty well. We were in um our green room, um, right before the uh-huh. you know, right before we went on and we sang that song like twenty five million times and our mother was our mom was in the green room. She was like, Can you stop singing that song already? She was like, That song is stuck in my head already. You guys She's like, I never want to listen to this song again. Yeah. We were really, really nervous before we went on stage, but we knew that once we got out there and once we got comfortable and like that we were just knock it out of the park and I think we did and it was it was really crazy. So it was really the fun. sound system was pretty cool too. Yeah, <laughs> just like the whole, all the people there were so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a really great experience for y'all. Yes, definitely. That is awesome. Now I always like to flip the script a little bit. We talk about some of the highs. I like to talk about some of the lows. And being that you you've been doing this for a couple of years, I'm sure there are some. And let me show you where I'm going to go with this a little bit. Um, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls, 2014. And one of the questions I asked her is, what advice would you give an up-and-coming artist? And she was full-time. Her and her daughter were a duo, and they were full-time in music at that point. And she said, coming from someone who's full-time, this is going to sound funny. She goes, but if your heart will allow you to do anything else outside of music, go do that and keep music as a hobby. And she went on to explain why. She goes, the sacrifices we have to make, the sacrifices our families have to make, the struggles we have to go through. If a death happens today and we got a gig tonight, we got to be on that stage smiling whether we want to or not. She goes, if the, she says, although it's a passion, so it's still a job when you're full-time. 
So I kind of want to go there a little bit because she, she basically said, unless you're all in, then you're not going to want to go full time. And it really sounds like y'all are all in. So let's go there. What are some of the struggles that y'all have experienced at this point? And what do you think of what she said? Wow, it's that's, either, that's either. some good advice. We've actually um, heard that. Our manager does tell us that all the time. She's like, you got to be all in. If you're not all in, you got to take another. You got to take another career. It's either you're you, in or you're out. Yeah, you know, you got to be 100 percent mm-hmm. because you can't be, you know, halfway. You got to give full, per, like the full percent of yourself every single time you walk on stage, mm-hmm. every single time you do an interview, a red carpet event, anything. You got to be 100 percent because, you know, that's. You know, you gotta be out there. Yeah. Our manager constantly tells us that we need at least ten thousand hours of practice, and we need yep. to practice mm-hmm. every week. No sleep, <laughs> no eating. <laughs> no and I think, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I think some advice is just to uh, um, keep pushing forward and have um, just that mentality to know um, that you know you gotta keep working hard every day. And even though sometimes you may feel like something isn't worth it or, like, you don't want to do something because you're like, oh, it doesn't even matter. It won't matter in the long run. Every single thing matters. And you got to just always do, you know, what you can to just, like, put yourself out there and get exposure and just keep working as hard as you can, even if you some days you're not feeling like you want to or, like, you know, you just got to keep going. The music and business, the I, I feel like yeah. sometimes will, like, drag you down, so you got to stay healthy. Yeah. Especially sometimes mm-hmm. in place comments, you know, on social media, like negative. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just stay people. positive, you know. It's all about positivity. <laughs> and I'm glad you talked and about the healthy because that was something Allison still said too. She goes, we have to eat different as an artist. She goes, we have to eat different than everybody. We have to do more exercise than the average person because when you get on that stage, if you don't, you're going to be out of breath and people are going to know it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and working out is a huge part of that because breathing with music, you got to always be important. breathing. And it's a, it's a huge um, Aspect, necessity. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why we're trying to talk about some of the struggle side a little bit is because I think a lot of fans and parents, now granted your parents aren't like this, but a lot of parents misjudge what an artist really does. Because, you know, you hear people say, oh, you just need to have a real job. And I always stop people when they say that. They like, don't tell an artist they need a real job because they got something better, a passion to live for. In fact, an independent artist probably has 10 jobs that they're juggling all through there, and people don't realize that. And that's why I try to bring all this up on here because I want parents to realize that if their child is going like what y'all are doing, to support them because this is a career whether they like it or not. Yeah, definitely having that support from our parents has been a tremendous, like, help with our career and like you know pushing forward every day like they are super supportive and we really appreciate that like from the bottom of our hearts we look at it like a passion and a business Mm -hmm. and so that's that's what we're going for we want to make money and do what we love to do Mm -hmm. and you know we we know exactly where you're coming from there because us talking to you this is a passion of ours you know we love doing this the chris and sandy show It's, it's just it's fun but it's also a business even though it's not making money yet, you know, we're built, we're mm-hmm. still in the brand building process. Um, we want to one day be the Bobby Bones type show or the Ty Bentley type show. That's the mm-hmm. ultimate goal for us. You know, so we get exactly where you're going 
with all that because we have to do we're doing the exact same thing but just on a different just on a different stage. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> we are so kind of like want, in that process yeah. too, you know. The, sorry, <laughs> we're kind of in that yeah, process too, like you know, building our brand mm-hmm. and getting our name out there and stuff. And have y'all found that that even though social media has made it a lot easier than back in the '90s for people to be noticed, have y'all found though that it's still hard to get that traction? It's very hard to get attraction because yeah, because there's so many you know people that are out there you know trying to do the same thing, like get their music out there and post on online everywhere, every platform. You know, there's a lot of people that are doing the same thing we are. You know, and there's some like there's you got to be different. They got to stand out to like be the one who you know shows up on people's pages and like get that you know experience. Mm-hmm. There's so many people doing this, and so it's hard to be that number one. And yeah, it's hard that, to, like, make so, it because there's so many people doing it, you know. Yeah, because I, I think that's the double-edged sword of all this, you know. Social media sounded, sounds great, but, but it also gave everybody the same advantage, which I think makes it harder. And then it, it also put record labels in a unique position because now a record label used to, you know, in the 80s and 90s, you could walk into a record label and play, and they might sign you in a, right there on the spot. That will not happen no more. You could, well, you know, if you could be the best singer out there, but if you don't have a social media following, they won't even look at you. You gotta yeah, constantly definitely. post and constantly be engaged and, like, with your fans. Yeah, and content and content creating is a huge part of this as well. Yeah, and making sure that, you know, you communicate with your fans and talk with them is super important because it makes them feel, you know, like they're a part of something, like a part of a community that we've been building online. And it's really fun to be able to collaborate with them. And real fans is is really important because when you have shows and you go on tour, you want to have people coming to your shows and supporting you mm-hmm. and buying your merch mm-hmm. so that other people can see your merch and or our merch and, yeah. you know. Now, do y'all have like a super fan that there's just one fan that you know about that you, that has that has a story behind them that you can tell us? Um, actually, something they've yes. done. You have a couple. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was these. When we were on tour this past summer, um, we met with these mm-hmm. two girls. They were really amazing, and they came to our show to support us. And we met them afterwards, and we actually had dinner together. And then they drove oh, wow. to the next state with us to see our next show. <laughs> so they they oh, drove like, they I think, like four hours. Yeah, to just to see the next show, even though they already saw the first one. So it was really crazy to have them, you know, really like come out there and support us like that because that really, you know, makes us feel like so special. Like they did that for us and, you know, they didn't have to drive four hours. Like that's crazy. And the fact that they did that was really special and we really, really love them. Yeah. Another, another um, super fan, uh, West Virginia show. We went on tour and we went to West Virginia and there was two mm-hmm. um, fellows, uh, Fred and Frank, um, and they and they love us. Yeah, they came out to came one of our shows on tour, and they actually came out to one of our school concerts. Which they drove. Really, did they drive? They oh, flew. wow. They, yeah, they, they flew from West Virginia to Florida to see us at one of our school concerts. For one day. Oh, wow. Yeah, one of our school concerts. Wow. And I'm sure when stuff like that happens, because, again, you know, as an artist, you – it's such a tough world out there. I'm sure that there are times when things like that happen. That's what keeps you going. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. They kept us motivated. You know, the fact that they did that was like, oh, you know, they came out to one of these shows, so we got to keep pushing, you know what I'm saying? Now, if y'all want, you can sing your first song. Oh, okay, perfect. (laughs) Okay, so um, we're going to play you um, Drive Me Crazy live. Oh, no. Paper Heart. Yeah, Paper Heart. Um, No, we're going to play you um, this song. It's called Drive Me Crazy, and it's our Uh newest song. And do you want us to, like, tell you a little bit, like, of what it's about? Well, you can play it, and then we'll talk about the song. Okay, perfect. Yeah. 
love that. That was really Thank awesome. You. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes, first live performance on our show. <laughs> Very awesome. <laughs> Thank so you. tell us a little bit about the song. Um, we so actually this, missed our flight to Nashville. Yeah, there's a crazy story behind this song. So um, we had to fly into Nashville specifically on this one day to be, you know, at a right the next day. And this is the mm-hmm. only right we were doing on this trip, so it was really important, and we were really excited. So they canceled our flight, and um, that was really fun. <laughs> but we had to actually, we were like, oh, maybe we'll just get a new flight, but that means we're going to miss the right, and that really stinks. But they were like, what if we drive? And so we rented the car, and it was like so, like, what do they say? Like, like you know. Out of the blue. Yeah, like it was so, like, let's just go. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of dropped everything, we just yeah. went. And we drove <laughs> overnight, and... It was crazy. And then we got um, to the right. And we were like, we told him the story. And he was like, you know, let's kind of like write a song about that. Let's like base an idea off of that. And that's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, what the song relates to. But then we kind of tied it in to like about a person and like yeah. kind of like a cute And how like that story. drive was to Nashville because it was 17 hours. Yeah. And it was just mm-hmm. like, and it was crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's kind of the background. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I, I love that story behind it. You know, Sandy and I, we actually wrote a song once, actually seven sets of songs going on away from here to Kentucky one time, I think it was Christmas Day, and one of them was her last text, text about texting and driving, kind of an anti-text and driving thing. Um, oh, song. yeah. But, but yeah, we, you know, so we understand that you get in that car, and we, we've driven a lot of miles oh, yeah. ourselves, because we go back and forth to Kentucky a lot. Nine hours drive easily. That helped pass the time for sure. It made that trip go by a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah. So, as you know, there's always a team behind any artist. And a lot of times the fans don't hear about the stories behind the artist. Um, tell us some stories about the team that's helped you get to where you are now, you know, from your PR people to your parents to, you know, just a little bit of background on several things that kind of help you be who you are. Oh, yeah. We, we have a, an amazing team. Um, we have, like, nine people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they all do different jobs mm-hmm. that help us. Yeah, like, different things that really help us. like Social we, media. Yeah, like yep. we have some social media help, and we have some – um, filming help and um, everybody is super super supportive and um, you mm. know it's really fun because you know we're like all in it together and we're like kind of like a family and um, yeah it's really fun to have them by our side. Now, do y'all have like a specific story where someone you know has stepped in the gap and and it's helped you go to a new level? Um. We actually um, we put out a Christmas um, cover of Mary, did you know? And we had um, and we had someone um, um, film it for us, and she was mm-hmm. really awesome. And like, because it was kind of like one of our second, like, because like, okay, so sorry, we do a lot of video <laughs> like, on YouTube with covers and stuff, yeah. but this was. Um, one of the first, like, really professional videos we've ever done. He works and, for Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. and he... Oh. He works for oh, wow. Discovery Channel, actually. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and um, <laughs> he brought in this, like, very, like, you know, expensive big camera, and he had, like, lighting and, like, mm-hmm. people with him. And it was, like, 
really like crazy experience to have that professional video done. So that was like usually of, our videos are in our house. Yeah, they're like home videos. So <laughs> like go out to a public place and there's like people like yeah. that were driving by and were like asking questions uh-huh. like who are you and like yeah, you know, it was, yeah they were all staring. And they were, yeah, they're like, all staring. Their <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically, he yeah, rolled out the red carpet for y'all. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He gave us the whole grand deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are there any stories of um, how about stories of y'all two do y'all bump heads at all I'm sure y'all do um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> most of the time we're pretty good pretty That's good, good. <laughs> you know yeah. and what's good is you can get you know again like you said earlier being a um, siblings team and all that you're always together I think that brings a yeah. closeness that people don't understand. Because well, Sandy and I, we, we've been a 24-7 couple since the day we married, and people don't get that. But we totally get when you're always together, there's a special kind of bond that comes. Oh, yes, 100%. You know, like living together and being together all the time um, can sometimes – well, we also go to school together, which helps as well because we go to performing <laughs> arts schools. And yeah. So uh-huh. we see each other, and we help. I'll help Jun out with music theory, and she'll help me out with like stuff. And we're just we're just really good at like communicating. Working together, and, yeah, and trying not to like you know, like argue or like you know. Um, we always figure out. A, yeah, we usually out. always resolve it, like you know, figure out what we need to do. But sometimes we'll get in little arguments. Maybe when it comes to writing, on like. Who, which melody mm-hmm. you like better, which lyrics, no, but you know. No, this chord sounds better. Like, no, I think that chord sounds better, but then we usually, like, you know, kind of come together and realize, you know, which one would be the better option and stuff. So what's the craziest story or one of the craziest stories that's happened to you so far that's happened that's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying like as in a big plus, but it could be something that's kind of been not so great, but it's a story now. <laughs> So we went to this bar, I think it was. It was a gig we had. I think it was like a long time ago. Um, and it was like this small bar. There was like maybe like 20 people there. And there was these four, uh, it was like this group of people at a table and they were all talking. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And it was just it was just like, why are they talking so loud? Because me and my Yeah, like we were performing and our parents were so- and And they were just like laughing and being so loud. And after the performance, mm-hmm. um, we looked in our tip jar, and there was like maybe like two bucks, two dollars. Yeah, like five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we looked over in the tip jar, and actually no, he handed us a um, hundred dollar bill, and it was just oh, wow. crazy. That was like the biggest tip that we've ever gotten. Yeah, and then <laughs> and we started heading out, and his other friend gave us another one, and it was just. It was just crazy to oh, wow. experience like this. We've never gotten that tip before. So, so y'all probably thought that they were thinking negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were kind of we like, had the wrong idea. Yeah, they were like kind of like talking and like, you yeah. know, being a little like loud and stuff during the performance. And we were like, oh, um, okay, they're just being a little loud, but like it's fine. We're just going to like keep, you know, we're going to keep jamming, playing out, you know. And then after mm-hmm. that, when they gave us the tip, we were like, oh, thank you so much. Like, it was crazy. Like, until they had, you know, the wrong, like, idea or wrong. Maybe know. they were, like, laughing and, like, talking about us 
Yeah, like, I don't know, but it was just crazy. Like, <laughs> so you learned a valuable lesson. Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we all go through moments like that <clears throat> where we're like, mm, I'm, I don't know about that person. And then they come out to be one of the best people you meet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The more people you meet, it's, the better it is because then you, you can, can build connections and, and get to know a lot of people, which is really important. Co write with anyone, dead or alive. Who would it be, and what would you want to write about? I think um, 100% for me, it would be um, Ariana Grande. She is the biggest inspiration oh, wow. to me, and I really love um, her music. And I mm-hmm. also really love Kelsey Ballerini, too. Like, she, uh, more on, like, the country aspect, I really love her. Like, her new mm-hmm. album especially is, like, insane. I love every single song on it. And we actually heard her perform um, two or three one or two of those songs mm-hmm. when we were at CRS, like before the album came out. And it was like really special oh, wow. and stuff. So yeah, I would definitely want to write with either of them. What I would, would say um, the person I would like to write with would, would mm-hmm. probably be Luke Combs. He's, uh, he's oh, wow. a great, yeah, he's great guy. Um, his songs are great. Um, we're actually working with his producer um, oh, wow. for our EP that's coming up soon. And mm-hmm. I heard such good things about him. And we're really excited to work with him because he's great. And another person I'd like to write with would probably be Adam Levine because I like uh, the pop side as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a country pop guy. Um, and I just like his falsetto because it's really nice. And it, it and like I really like falsetto because it's, it's just like not a lot of people develop that, you know. It's, it's a special yeah, it's thing. Hard. Yeah. yeah. And I would also like to write with Stevie Wonder because his music is just killer. Oh, and also another one for me would probably be Billy Joel. I've been listening. Wait, no. <laughs> wait. I have to wait. Wait. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I'm getting it wrong. So I'm sorry, my brain. <laughs> so, so if you wrote with any of those, what would you want the song to be about? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Hmm. Let's see. Maybe like um maybe something of like <laughs> well, well Luke Combs is country, so if I were maybe I like spend... the all time country song, just like really like, yeah. you know you know, pull it all together and like because it was like the he's like a really big artist in country music and Maybe uh-huh. just like an all-around like all the catchy song, like a real catchy song. Mhm. Now, if y'all were to sit down with any of those artists that you just named, because it sounds like they're a big influence in your life, if you could sit down yes. with any of them, what would be the first question you would ask them? Um, can I please have a picture? <laughs> or maybe something more. <laughs> um, like what? Wow, that's that's really good. Um, how did how did you feel when you first got a hit on the radio? Yeah, like how something like that. That's a good. Yeah, thing. and like how has like the music industry like affected you personally, like mentally, like and all? Like how has it affected you, and like what has been like your major things you've had to like overcome and like go through? 
you know, that's actually a good question. How has the music industry yeah. affected y'all? Oh, um, it's definitely affected us um, when it comes to, like, um, being just kids and, like, teenagers because sometimes we have to miss out on, like, friends' birthdays or, like, mm-hmm. hanging out at the mall or, like, you know, kids' stuff because we're so passionate and so focused on our music career, you know. It's kind Very of like, busy, so we miss out on the small things. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but we also yeah. went to CRS, which was pretty cool, <laughs> and we met Tim McGraw um, there. Oh, wow. And he's a, he's a great guy. Oh, yeah, he and, was so nice. And his music is just pretty pretty good. We also took a picture. Yep, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all want, play another song again. Yeah, oh, okay. we'd love to hear another one. So uh, this song we're going to play for you is called Paper Heart. And um, yeah. it's about, you know, having just like that one thing or place or song or anything that kind of brings you back to that one person, reminds you of that one person. Like in a song, um, you'll hear I reference mm-hmm. like someone who gave me a paper heart. And I kind of held on to that forever. Mm-hmm. And just like the feeling of them. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it still lingers and it's, it's still with me, you know, and having that object. But it could be anything, like however you connect with it, like a song or place or anything. So here we go. It's called Paper Heart. Thousand miles away, 
Wow, that's crazy. She's living the dream. Oh, yeah, she's definitely living it. And see, I, and I tell that story because I don't want the, you know, there's a lot of artists that will say, I just want to play music. That's not, that's not the answer. That's not their real answer. They think mm-hmm. it sounds good. I want the deep vision that they actually have. So where would you be in five years? Um, I would love to tour more. I really find touring, like, so fun for me because it's a way to, like, travel and, like, get to know, mm-hmm. like, people from different states and, like, get to meet so many people and um, just, like, travel around, you know, the country and, like, get to experience, like, you know, like, how people mm-hmm. are and, like, different, like, it's so cool to, like, be able to, like, you know, have that under your belt to, like, say, you know, I've been here and it's been really fun and, like, I definitely feel like touring more would be something I want to do in these next five years and also um, play uh, shows for, like, mm-hmm. bigger um, audiences and stuff. And because right now we are kind of, like, playing shows for people to get to know mm-hmm. us, you know, for people to get to hear us. Yeah. But I would like to start, you know, playing at shows where people know us and they come for us, you know what I'm saying? Not, like, yeah. where we, you know, go for them, but they come to the shows for us. Like, that's kind of what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people in the crowd – turn my name on and like that'd be so awesome to just like have people like that come out to support me because you know it's just like awesome to like know that they care so much and they want to you know buy tickets and buy merch like that means so much i have two things um the first one would probably be just like just minding my own business walking around in a restaurant and just somebody coming up and be like, oh, my God, are you oh, yeah, going? <laughs> like, that would just be, like, pretty cool because yeah. then you feel like somebody knows you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's a bunch of people in this world. And another thing would probably be just, like, one day hop in my car and just, like, turn on the radio mm. and just be like, that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> be like, wow. And just turn it up all the way and crank it. And just, you know, just, mm-hmm. just reflect mm-hmm. on what I've done just to, like, say that I've made it. Yeah. That is really awesome. Um, so if, if there was, if you look back on your life so far and at your young self, is there a song out there that somebody else is saying that you like, that is my life. Is there one song or even a couple songs that you consider, you know what, that's my life. Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, I would say like, Sunday Morning by Adam Levine. I don't know. I just really like that song. And, like, Sunday Morning, you know? Yeah. And actually, yeah. oh, my gosh, you know what's crazy? Is when Joey wrote his first song, it was called mm-hmm. Sunday Morning. Yeah, it, it was. It was called Sunday yeah. Morning, which is really oh, cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. How did it go again? Like, um, <laughs> all I want to do think about you on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was something, something like that. that. Yeah. So what would yours be? So if you, oh. So if you um, had, yeah, go ahead. Um, maybe like. Um. Oh wow. <laughs> wow I just like <laughs> I've been listening to so much music lately. I just um. I'm trying to think of like songs like they just all flew from my head. <laughs> um. <laughs> Actually, I'll get back to you on that. Let me think about it because I, I don't want to, you know, take up too much time thinking about it. So, so let's say y'all had a friend, and let's say you heard them sing, and they sound good, and they feel like it, and they've played maybe five or ten shows so far, but they feel in their heart 
that this is what they're supposed to do with their life. What advice would you give that person to help guide them the next two, three, four years? Um, Just keep practicing. And I would say to practice in the in the mirror. A lot of people tell me to practice in the mirror. I don't know. I feel like if you yeah, stay like, in the mirror, you can see yourself, look what you look like. And yeah, like, if you smile and think about what you're singing, you'll be better, you know. Yeah, it's a way to, like, reflect on yourself in the moment, you know, just to, like, um, you know, see what you can improve on, like, right then and there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And I think some advice I would tell them is, um, again, like, practice. Oh, huge thing. Record yourself mm-hmm. and listen to what you're singing and listen, to, like, how you're saying words and if you're mm-hmm. opening your mouth enough or how you're saying the vowel and stuff like that so you can hear yourself. Because you can't really hear what, you know what I'm saying? If you record, yeah. you can, you'll be able to hear yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, off. Yeah, every detail. And, and how you're saying stuff. So. Mainly, like, you know, just practicing super hard and, like, looking back on, you know, your performances and critiquing yourself and giving yourself constructive criticism. And that's just honestly going to put you ahead, you know. It's just being the best you can and practicing every day. And also mm-hmm. another thing is record yourself let's say every year and see how much you've improved. Yeah. And oh, wow. see what you can improve for the next year and year after that. Tell us, uh, you know, you, as y'all said, y'all's biggest supporters is your parents. Tell us a special parent moment that you had where you're, where you, you look, they did something and you're like, wow, they really believe in what we're doing. Special moment. I think um, every moment. Every <laughs> moment. But there was one show um, where, um, we were trying to like get all his stuff off the stage, and I think it was um, Daniel Bradbury or an artist that was playing on like a main stage over in like another part of the thing. And my mom was, you know, helping us break down the stage because we wanted to go over and listen, you know, to mm-hmm. Danielle or whoever like was playing over there. And our mom actually sprained her ankle trying to get the stuff off the stage because she jumped off oh, the wow. stage and actually sprained her ankle for wow. like to help us, like you know take down her stuff while we wanted to go watch another artist, which, and I was like, oh, I mean, like, she's right ankle, which is not good, but, like, you know, she, like, was helping us out because she knew how bad we wanted to, like, go and listen to other artists, so she was really supportive, and she, like, helped us get all the stuff, even though she injured herself, which was, like, you know, that showed us, you know, like, she, she's really supportive, and she, like, really cares, and she cares about, like, us and, like, you know, our future. That is a really cool story. And do y'all have, like, one more song you want to sing before we get to the last question? Um, it's up to y'all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we were, we were kind of prepared for two, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I threw... People have said I throw loops in at them sometimes. He does a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, we can move on to the la- down to the last question here. Um, what mm-hmm. is a question that you kind of wish people like us would ask you but never do? Um, maybe like. Wait, what did you say? Sorry. Was that, like what what what's a is there a question out there that you wish people like us who interview you would ask but they never do? 
maybe like um, a question about. Oh, like learning learning the music industry because that's a big part. And uh, nobody really <laughs> sometimes like young artists they don't really know like how to. Or maybe even something. Yeah, something about like writing and like what type of like happy, like sad, like what is your go-to like. And the rhyme scheme. Yeah, like maybe well. some questions about like writing because okay. that's something you're really that, passionate about, one. and we love to, we love to talk about that, and we love to share like our experiences in writing and how we write and like, um, you know, what well, feelings you want to write about now. sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, music theory is, is an important thing as well. You know, because so that you know goes what? in with writing. So. You've hit some really good ones there that I'm going to have to keep in mind as we do our show. But what is your go-to songs for good happiness and sadness? Um, I think say? for me, it's more like emotional and like I write a lot of deep songs I'm not very skilled mm-hmm. when it comes to writing upbeat happy songs I have no idea like I love listening to upbeat happy songs like that's mainly like my go-to when I listen to music but when it comes to writing I'm very deep in writing and I like to write um emotional and like not really mm-hmm. like sad but like that kind of vibe you know like that's kind of what I usually write with like that's how I usually write is that kind of genre or not genre like you know, feeling, emotion, yeah. I would say, like, I like so, upbeat, upbeat mm-hmm. songs. And uh, since I play, I don't know, I feel like with the piano, I feel like it's more, like, piano songs are more, like, you Yeah, know, like, classically. More like, classical um, and you more... You can, like, kind of, like, play piano on any genre, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the piano is such a, like, classical instrument. It's, like, kind of, like... more for the slow song. It's more for, like, you know, like, those yeah. type of... And then guitars, know. like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the process? We'll we'll finish with this one. What is the since y'all asked this one too? I kind of like this one. What is y'all songwriting process? How how do, how do y'all normally do that? So usually, um, I will come up with like lyrics. Sometimes we'll come up with topics first. That's the most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like song we'll come titles. Come up with a title. Yeah, we usually like to start with a title and then base, you know, the Yeah, we have, like, a hook book that we use. Yeah, we have a book where we, like, you know, keep all of our ideas in. Like, if we just think of them, we'll just jot it down. Like, like today, I was like, oh, she write a song about quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> Chilling in the <laughs> But. And, yeah, so, like, usually I'll take um, the lyrics and I'll, you know, put a story behind it and. Joey, you'll take over on the melody. Yeah, I'll do more of the music, and I'll just be like, oh, okay, this phrase should go there. Yeah, I like chords and stuff with the song. So um, it's kind of cool that we both have skills in, like, different things, mm-hmm. and we can come together, and that really, like, you know, brings, like, you know, the best song that we can. So. It's better to have more people to write with as well, because the more people, the better ideas, and the more better the song is developed with the more people. So it really sounds like y'all complement each other really good. Yeah, definitely. I know y'all's harmonies really flow together, and you can definitely tell that. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And, and and just so you know, the reason I always ask that one question about whether um, – what questions you don't, don't get asked that you wish, we've actually shaped our whole show around that question, you know, where somebody will ask, say something and answer, but, oh, we like that, and we had that in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I use I use that as a guidepost for me because I want our show, the Chris and Sandy show, to be about the artists. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So this is the point where self-promotion time. Tell everybody how they can reach you. Um, you can reach us on basically every social media platform like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Snapchat. No, no Snapchat. TikTok. Oh, yeah. We got MySpace. We got every social media out there. We have Spotify, Apple Music. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Uh, Pandora, Shazam. Anywhere you can listen to your music, uh, you can find us there, Juna and Joey. Juna and Joey. Like the letter N. (laughs) Yep. Got to clarify that. Because we get like Juan and and Joey and like, yeah, like Swan. Sometimes we don't get a Juan once in a while. We'll get like a tuna and Toey because yeah. our banner kind of looks like a T. So uh-huh. people are like, are you guys uh, Toey? Uh-huh. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even notice that, but I'm looking at I'm looking at your um, name here, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've gotten out a few times. So you know, we we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Y'all were a blast. We did. This was fun. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. So much. It's, it's a pleasure. Yeah, to like be on here with you guys. Thank you so much for having us. And we look forward to, uh, you know, down the road, you coming back on and giving us some updates. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we definitely. love that. All right. We'll talk with you real soon. Yes. All right. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Oh, thank, thank you all. You. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Hope you really enjoyed the show today. They're a blast. Go look them up. They're awesome. You know, and um, right now artists need your help because they can't go out and perform like they have been. So the money goes low because, you know, you, you they do all the selling at their shows. So go support them. Go look them up. Support them. And tomorrow, as always, we'll have another show. And, again, we will talk to you soon. <laughs>